Hey, welcome back to the show. How would it feel if you were able to stop worrying about your relationship or whether or not the person that you like is going to text you back? And instead, you were fully in your power and you felt grounded and safe in your nervous system. And from that place, you become more magnetic as a result. And how would it feel to say no and set boundaries without guilt? What would you be able to do with all of that time and energy that you'd get back? How would it feel to have a regulated nervous system so that you didn't get swept out to sea and overthinking and worrying about worst case scenarios? And what if you knew how to bring yourself down from a trigger and instead of being reactive, you knew how to respond calmly and intentionally? That is just a small fraction of what you would learn when you join my new program, Secure. And if you've heard me speak of alchemy in the past, think of this as the latest and more upgraded version of that program. This program will show you how to have the kind of relationship that is deep, mature, passionate, and built on a sturdy foundation of ownership, communication, and realness. So whether you're dating or in a relationship, you'll learn vital attachment tools and strategies to work towards being secure. You'll also learn how to engage with other attachment styles of the people that you're in relationship with or dating. You'll learn to unlock your self-expression, your confidence, your authenticity. No more hiding or holding back who you are in the world or playing small. You're going to learn how to overcome self-doubt, go after what you really want, and be who you're meant to be. And through it all, you'll be guided through deep nervous system work to rewire old patterns, create lasting change, and step into your best life. And yes, this is a live group program, and it is a small group so that you're getting individualized and personalized support from me directly. I will know exactly what your relationship patterns are, what you need support with, and I will be providing you with unique integration tools so you know what to work on. And if the thought of group work makes you feel a little uncomfortable, then consider that there might actually be a very helpful and healing edge in that for you. Part of unlocking self-confidence and self-expression is about learning to do this work in relationship. And that's what the group environment sets up. If you've never done anything like this, it can bring up feelings of uncertainty and that's normal. But if there's a part of your being that feels like this might be the right program for you, then send me a message on Instagram or email that says learn more about secure and we'll have a conversation and I'm happy to hear you out for all of your thoughts your questions and your needs and if you do join you'll receive a major discount because you came from the podcast so it's really important to send me that phrase which says again learn more about secure on Instagram or on email I look forward to speaking with some of you about secure and now enjoy the episode Welcome to the Creating Conscious Relationships podcast with your host, Janelle Annette. On this podcast, you're going to be receiving my best teachings, tools, and practices so that you can create a conscious relationship from the inside out. So no matter your relationship status, you're going to find everything you need here to help your relationships thrive, including the one with yourself. Welcome. 
welcome to the very first episode of Creating Conscious Relationships. I'm so excited to be here, to be sharing this work. It's so powerful. It's changed my life. And yeah, it's really just such a privilege to be able to offer it. So I wanted to open up this podcast by sharing a little bit more about my journey and my story and how I arrived to the place that I am today. So in this episode, I will talk about where I started and what were some of the things that I was struggling with, both that I was aware of and that I was not aware of, how I got involved with this work, some of the pivotal moments in my journey, and what I did to actually make real change possible. And then I'll touch on where I am now, what things have changed, and what I'm still working on today. So my journey is a little intense, um, to say the least. About six years ago, I was really struggling and had been for a while. I had extremely dysfunctional relationships. I was struggling with some substance abuse. At the time, I was hanging out with some pretty rough people and some pretty rough crowds. I had a very cynical viewpoint on life, really low self-esteem. I felt like I had to look differently. And in fact, I spent all my money actually trying to look differently And I really just saw no hope for my future. I didn't really see my life turning into anything. And yeah, it was a hard time. And I think if I were to ask myself that in that moment, I probably wouldn't have described it as such. But deep down, I knew something was really wrong and something was really off and that there was more to life. And when you're so in something, when you're so surrounded by what is just normal life to you, It's hard to see what is on the other side of that. It's hard to see a healthier or better path forward. So when it comes to why was I struggling to this degree, why was I so stuck in all of this dysfunction and struggling so much with my mental health and how I was choosing to behave? And, you know, that's really a complex answer. It's a lifetime of conditioning and certain traumas, which I won't specifically go into, but it's important to identify that we all have trauma right? And it's a spectrum. So there's trauma, capital T trauma, and those really big, obvious, significant events. And there's little T trauma. So some accumulated painful moments that impacted your life. And I think it's important to say that trauma isn't necessarily the event that happened. It's the meaning that you made of it and the defense mechanism that then came into place as a result of that trauma, right? So it's how it actually impacted your life and impacted your development as a person. And I don't share this to identify with any of those stories or become a victim to my trauma, but I share because I really want to express the power of this work and how much can truly change. Especially if you can see yourself in me or where I was at, I want you to know that change and growth and transformation is possible. Years ago, talking publicly about these things would have made me want to explode because I still carried a lot of shame. And now that I've processed so much of those times, you know, I've moved stuck emotions, I can just really look back with compassion and understanding. That life is really far behind me, but I have compassion to that version of me because I know that I just struggled in those ways because I didn't know better. I didn't have tools, I didn't have resources, and I was doing the best that I could. And like I said at the time, I probably wouldn't have described my situation in the same way that I do now. And that's because I had a lot of blind spots. Now we all have blind spots. You know how you might see something happening for your friend 
or a partner or whoever, and you're like, it's so obvious you've been looping around this one thing for so long, or you're like clearly self-sabotaging, but they just can't see it. Yeah, well, we actually all have that, right? So at the time, I just didn't really understand. You know, I didn't see that the kinds of people I was attracting was actually a choice. I just thought that men were avoidant and disrespectful, maybe a bit aggressive and insensitive. And I didn't actually realize that I was choosing those kinds of partners and that that was based on some unconscious motivations that stemmed from my childhood, right? So I just thought that's just the way men are. This is just the kinds of people that are in the world, not I choose these people, I attract these people. I also didn't see how numbing away my emotions was actually just me repressing emotions and how disconnected that made me from myself and my needs. I just thought that I was the fun one, the one who didn't take things too seriously. I was the cool girl who never wanted to be seen as weak. And I didn't realize that I was not actually truly living and feeling and how my numbness filtered into every choice that I made. I also had this very dismal outlook on my future, and I just saw that my dreams were impractical. I always had this vision of being an entrepreneur and doing some kind of service-based work, but that all felt so out of reach and impossible. And it wasn't that it actually was. It was that I didn't believe in myself, and I didn't think I was capable. And I didn't know that at the time. That's what I'm really trying to drive home here is I didn't know that at the time. I just made all these assumptions as this is just what is. And sometimes we can get so identified and caught up in our own stories and our belief systems that we can't see possibilities outside of that. And that's when we get stuck, right? And that's how we end up creating a life for ourselves that might not actually be in alignment because we didn't have the conscious awareness to challenge some of our predispositions and our belief systems, right? And actually be able to look outside of that. In reality, I was heading towards a life of continuous dysfunction and pain. And if I didn't step into the work that I did, I probably wouldn't have actually realized that I was the common denominator. And maybe I would have, but it would have been much later when a lot of pain had already happened. And I had already had enough of that. So I'm really glad that my life changed when it did. You know, the thing is, is that we really think that we're guiding our lives consciously when in all actuality, 95% of our brain functioning is subconscious, right? That means all of the unresolved pain and painful beliefs that I held about myself and others, you know, defense mechanisms, coping mechanisms, those were actually the things that were directing my choices, my behaviors, right? So I wasn't consciously creating my life. And often no one is until they learn how to do this work and they learn how to examine their life and get challenged on some of those blind spots and really make some radical changes. So how did I actually start creating change in my life? And this is a kind of magic question. And I will say that part of this seemed to be somewhat of fate, some luck, some destiny, however you want to see it. I feel very connected to this somehow being something that was meant for me, but I really believe that it is meant for everybody. So even if you're here just listening to this podcast, your journey is going to be different into it. But I believe that you're here for a reason. You're here because you're ready. And even though I consciously didn't know how I was going to make these changes, I knew I was ready. So essentially what happened is I was living in the same place where I had grown up, getting into lots of trouble, <laughs> being really dissatisfied, didn't see the future going well. And I really had this big wake up call. And I remember thinking that I needed to make a huge change in my life. 
And I had spent some time exploring the city of Vancouver. So one day I essentially decided that I was going to move to Vancouver and I didn't know anybody there. And it was a really big edge for me. But somewhere in my body and in my soul, I just knew like I had to make this change. And something that I kept repeating at the time was the only thing that feels scarier than going and doing this and making this huge life change is staying here and doing the same old shit that I'm doing and and getting myself into this hole or digging this hole for myself. So I moved cities and I restarted my entire life. And there was a bunch of things that happened before that, lots of plant medicine experiences, a relationship, and a few other things. But one day I went to a music festival where I ended up meeting one of my closest friends. Her name is Jasmine. I love her with all of my heart and soul. And we really, really clicked. And she actually ended up introducing me to a women's circle. And in that women's circle, we did a lot of deep work. And that was my very first introduction to any of this work. And I'm really, really grateful for that container and for that time because it really changed the direction of my entire life. We were doing shadow work and some family systems work and somatic work. And I essentially just really got to know who I actually am without all the masks, without all the pretending I'm fine, without all the surface level shit, the cool girl attitude, the whatever, right? I was just actually being pushed and thrown into authenticity for the first time in my life. And I might have thought that I was authentic, but I wasn't authentic when it came to the hard stuff, right? I was just, again, that fun, cool girl who just didn't actually show any of my depths. And through that women's circle, I ended up joining this program and working with another mentor for a few years. And I was really actively involved in both the women's group and in the other container for many years. So something that I really just want to stress here is that within all of these containers that I was a part of, it wasn't just about taking in more information, right? There was teachings involved, yes, but the biggest reason that I actually was able to change my life was that I had to practice being more seen, more of who I am in front of other people, right? And there's a quote that says, we are wounded in relationship and we heal in relationship. I don't know who wrote it. I've heard it many times. But it's a very impactful quote because we develop all of these relational wounds when we're in relationship, usually with our early childhood, you know, caregivers. So we have to actually heal and work against some of these things in relationship. And that really requires walking the talk and doing some shit that makes you really uncomfortable, right? And that's where that growth edge lies. So I had to do many different processes and practices that were pretty uncomfortable. You know, there was one where I sat in front of a room of 40 people and they all said their judgments of me out loud. And I just had to sit there and pay attention. And I'm not saying I recommend that for everybody, but I had to really come into learning my own mind and where I held self-rejection by hearing other people reflect that to me. That might sound like that doesn't sound very healing. And of course, that's a more intensive route. And that doesn't need to be everybody's journey. But I had to do things that just really brought me into my edges so that I could actually grow and heal. And then in a more gentle sense, I was acknowledged and appreciated and given love by a big group of women in a really deep way. And that was probably the first time that I had ever really felt seen in that way. I remember this one time where I was having a really hard time. I'd lost my job. I was going through a breakup. I was 
questioning everything about my life and I felt really overwhelmed. And I remember one of the leaders calling me into the the center of the circle because she saw that I was struggling so much and that I was just holding back all of this emotion. And I actually had to lay there where every woman put their hand on me and let me just like go. And I just lost it and I cried. And I don't think anyone had ever seen me in that depth of vulnerability in my entire life. And I even surprised myself with some things that I said. But again, this was this initiation of really coming in to know my mind and how I operated in relationship, right? So by having to practice all of these things, I actually made changes in my real life because I had done that in those containers. So I essentially did all of this really intensive work for about three years until I started going into offering it as a facilitator. And I've now been offering it as a facilitator for about two and a half years now. And it's just been the most beautiful process being able to bring other women through their own transformation and just hold them as they move through things that I've been through and have the shifts that I know I've been through in their own ways. And it's really just given me so much. And it is the biggest honor to be able to hold this space. It really is. So for me personally, where I am now, besides that, I, you know, I'm in a really beautiful uh, conscious relationship where there's deep communication and vulnerability and willingness to communicate needs and to go into the uncomfortable conversations that I would have before just totally ran from and avoided. And I'm creating community. I'm expanding my work. I'm bringing all of these conscious relationship practices as well into my friendships because that's just as important and that shows up there too. And ultimately what all of this work is about is understanding the relationship that I have with myself and how that then translates into all of the relationships around me. So I've really cultivated an in-depth understanding of who I am, what I want, what I don't want, um, and how I can really live a life that is of integrity depth of vulnerability, openness, and connection. And that's something that I'm working on every day to continue stepping into. And of course, no one is ever healed and fully out of place. I'm still very human. I still have messy thoughts and judgmental stories towards myself and others and all of the things that just really make us human. But the difference is, is I'm devoted to understanding my mind and continually coming back and questioning and finding truth. I'm committed to vulnerability I challenge the beliefs that tell me that I'm not enough and that I should stop doing this or that or whatever. And I just continually work on accessing deeper layers of self-love and expression and connection with myself and with other people. And I just want to talk about my bigger why for doing this work because it changed my life in such a deep way that it is this commitment to giving it back and to spreading it because I know how potent it is and I know how important it is for people. But I also believe that when we heal from the inside, we actually start healing the relationships we have around us. And this creates this huge ripple effect where it impacts one person to the next, right? If, if you're changing your behavior and showing up in a way that is of ownership and connection and depth and authenticity and not this like masky bullshit, you're going to impact that person and help them step more into their truth and so on. And it ripples outward and outward. So I really believe that so many of the issues we face in today's age 
are different manifestations of ego and some of the challenges and confrontations that we face internally. So I really believe that changing the world happens from the inside first and foremost. And that's really the mission that I have here in this lifetime is to bring people into greater connection with themselves so that they can be more connected, loving, compassionate, empathetic to others, as well as still holding this fiery energy of being able to stand up for themselves and speak up for what they want and everything from there. So in this podcast, you're going to hear me sharing more tools, practices, and exercises that you can actually start applying so that you can come into the same sense of greater awareness and relationship well-being. And it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to rate this podcast, leave a review, and also just share on your social media or with anybody that you think could benefit from this work. That is what is going to really help me to continue showing up and providing free tools, resources, and values for you. And I would also just love to hear your thoughts, your questions, and any shares that you have from any of these episodes. So you can reach out to me directly. I love having conversations and just share with me some of your insights that you're having from any of the episodes. And finally, you're going to hear me talking lots about my program, Alchemy, because it is my baby and I'm really blown away by what's taken place in the women's lives who have been through it. So very passionate about sharing about that program. I'll be talking about it in many times throughout the podcast. And if you're curious right now about learning more, you can go to the link in my bio and find information on my website about the program Alchemy. I do it as a one-to-one program, but I also do group cohorts. And the next one is going to be starting in late August. So that's all for now. Thank you so much for being here on the very first episode. I hope that you're feeling inspired and connected and motivated. And I really can't wait to just give you so many of the teachings and the tools and the practices that have again changed my life so that you can experience it firsthand for yourself. And I'll see you on the next episode.